0: Plenty of Kiwi chances, live chances around New Zealand today, obviously. But looking across the ditch, it's Group 1 season, and a race you'd want to win if you had a filly, 1,000 guineas.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. You you win the 1,000 guineas in Australia with a good filly, couple million, no stress at all.
0: Lick your lips, lickety split. Well, she's lickety split. Mailman Nick. Mailman oh, Nick's up. Nick Houston is on the line. He's involved in the ownership and the breeding of this Timmy Loose filly. She's a Group 1 performer here. She came back at Rua Karka. She was big. She was strong. She was gutsy. Forsman and the crew, the connections have said, you know what, she's good enough. Let's roll the dice. Nick, I assume you're over there, mate. How are you feeling?
1: Hey, Louis, How are you, mate? Um, I'm good. A bit nervous going into the day, but um, yeah, really looking forward to
0: it. Did you come across any French rugby referees?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't. I've come across uh, plenty of um, upset Australian supporters, though.
0: Hey,
2: Nick, um, Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for getting out of bed early for us on, on a Saturday morning in Melbourne. Before we get to the horse today, for those people who don't know you, obviously you do a bit of business there at Windsor Park, and you're one of the people responsible for getting mares to the stallions, of which, of course, Lickety Split uh, is by one of them. But before you had that part of your life, you played rugby, um, tell us a bit about how that came about. Where you played and what level that got
1: to. Yeah, I, um, I was in Hong Kong for 15 years. Um, went over there playing professional rugby. Um, played for the for the uh, a club over there called Valley Rugby Club, and um, and played for for Hong Kong in, in sevens and 15s as well. So um, I had a great time over there. Um, I was over there for a, a big part of my life and. And uh, really enjoyed
0: it. So, what's your you're back in New Zealand now? What is your your daytime gig? But but is your bread at Windsor Park Stud there?
1: Yes, yeah, so I do. I do the sales and nominations here uh, at Windsor Park. We've got, a, we've got a good crew there. Um are Rodney, and uh, you know, I've got Mike and Steve in the office as well. And um, you know, we've got a we've got a we've got a good team there, and uh, we have a lot of fun. And um, the stallions are going well too. So.
2: You, you um, mentioned you mentioned, the, you mentioned the stallions, Nick. Obviously, to Me Loose um, is the, the sire of of Split. I'm not going to call her whatever she's called over there because it's just nonsense. But um, <laughs> you guys made the decision to bypass the thousand guineas here, which I think, with Maven Bell gone, you would have won. But you made the decision to go to Australia and chase the really big cheese. Was that because she's already a Group One winner in New Zealand, and therefore she wasn't going to embellish her record that much more by winning another one?
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, we we um, we sat down and we're like, how can we um, how can we uh, improve our value? Um, and getting Australian black type is obviously a, um, a, a key component to that. And have been a Group One and a Group Three winner already in New Zealand. Um, we thought, let's roll the dice.
0: Oh, look, like, her only failure here in New Zealand wasn't even really her fault, was it? Um, it just, she never really got into the race that day. So uh, she's yeah, rated 92, only four starts. Really, really promising feeling. Can you just tell us about how kind of she was conceived? Not literally, but the, the, the ownership group, the the breeding syndicate. I mean, how did this all come about?
1: Yeah, so Dean, Dean Hawkins at Wentworth Grange and myself, we used to work at part together. Um, oh, when we are 18 year olds, um, so it's a cool little story. Um, we, we went to, um, and then went to a mare at the, the national broodmare sale. Um, and yeah, we, the first fall, we, we bred, um, to Exosphere, which was neon moon. she won gone four down to South Island. And then, uh, then we went to Tumulus two times and, uh, ended up, um, getting lickety split from, from it. And, um, and uh the ownership group involves uh two, two, two friends of mine that uh, I knew from Hong Kong as well, so uh with our wives involved and um as well. So now it's a bit of fun. And yeah, we're very proud of it, of course. All right, mate,
2: it's uh, it's serious today. You're actually the favourite for the, the Guineas prop, prelude.
1: Genuine market support
0: and good judges across the ditch saying that she's a proper chance.
2: Yeah, I'll be honest, Nick, I'm always worried when a horse goes to Caulfield. I think Caulfield's a tricky track. She's a yep. long-striding horse. Are you worried by that?
1: Oh, look, yeah, there's plenty of things that could go, um, go against her. You know, first time um, at Caulfield, as you say, it's a tricky track, Um uh bends are tight and um look we just hope the draw's okay. Hopefully she can slot in and and, and and get a nice run and we know that she likes um she knows where the winning post is so hopefully um hopefully that will um come into account today. But uh, you know, look there's plenty of things that needed need to go right and um it's a horse race and and um there's plenty of plenty of quality fillies in there as well.
0: Yeah, well, she's got the grasses jockey and Victoria on. In my opinion, Damien Lane Frosty always gives them a chance. Like just look, this will be an interesting um, appraisal. So Andrew Forsman, right? We've, we've known his journey with Murray Baker. He's out on his own now. You've obviously you're a, an owner that's empowered him and kept your horse with them, as lots of his owners have. As a younger trainer kind of forging his way, and he's obviously a multiple group winner, he's, he's had the experience with Murray Baker of campaigning horses in Australia and winning. How much confidence do you have in him in his, the next phase of his career as an owner, as someone who actually pays the bills to have your horse with him? Yeah, oh, he's done a
1: fantastic job. Um, you can see he's getting the getting, um, strike rates right up there with uh, with the best. And um, he's um, actually, in another story, we've, we've split he he picked her out of the paddock as well, and said, uh, "I I really want to train this filly." So, um, he, uh, he he's certainly doing a, doing a great job, and got full confidence in and, and what he's doing, and and um, you know he's got a good good jock on, he's got good good staff, and um, yeah, really happy to have a horse in a stable.
2: Nick, we appreciate you coming on, but I'll be honest, I, I fear I fear for what's going to happen to your body if this horse wins tonight. I'm picking you might be quite so perky tomorrow morning.
0: Might end up in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, just tell me, does a, filly like her, like st- does a filly like her stay in the country? Like if someone comes, sh- sh- say she wins today, let's talk about some dream stuff, and someone comes and says, hey, there's two million here for her, does she stay or is is there some potential she could potentially be for sale? Because as you know, Nick, at that level, they come knocking.
1: Uh oh, look at the moment we're just really enjoying racing her and uh having fun with her. We haven't um uh we haven't really thought about that, to be honest. We're just uh we're just really enjoying the the uh the ride she's taken us on so far and um one step at a time.
0: Love it we're, Nick. Uh,
1: we are we are breeders, so we are breeders, and
0: we've got a, a, a group one winning filly. So wow, I think um, I think that looks right. You've moved me a too. I think that's settled. Well done. Nothing beats the thrill of a win, mate. As you have learned, uh, take the reins. Love racing. dot nz slash ownership. And well, today, as I said, it's market sport. Very tricky track. It's a niggly enough draw, but we know she's all class.